Hi, I'm Denny Van. I live with severe food sensitivities. And I'm Chef Ken. I teach people with food sensitivities how to cook. Welcome to the Food Sensitives Podcast. So Chef Ken, I have a question for you. I've researched MSG and it's shown that it's not an allergy. However, I'm highly sensitive to it and I have such a powerful reaction to it. And yet MSG is not listed on the top eight. Why is that? Extensive research has been done into that. Um, it's been brought up several times, you know, starting in 1969 or early 70s. Some tests have been done on mice. They always test stuff on mice. But anyway, after extensive research, there is no evidence of allergic reactions to MSG. There's slight food or what we would call food sensitivities, but there's slight sensitivities or reactions. Researchers do admit that there are short-term side effects to eating MSG. Like for example, some people complain about headaches or it feels like their blood pressure's up, you know, from the sodium. I have, I get arrhythmia. My, my heart goes out of rhythm. You know, and I don't doubt that, and they don't doubt that, but they do not see any um, evidence of actual allergic reactions that you would call it an epidemic, you know, or you know what I mean? That any, you know what I mean when it comes to an allergy. But thank goodness for uh, Dr. Blaylock, who is a neuro brain surgeon, I guess we could call him, who invented the term excitotoxins. And this man um, is brilliant. And he's brilliant enough that when he came out and said certain things about excitotoxins, which MSG is a neurotransmitter, which excites the nerves to experience of this taste or whatever's happening, and it overstimulates them, which could, I guess, give you some side effects. I'm no scientist, right? But thank goodness for this guy, this doctor, he's brilliant and his credentials are, he's so esteemed that when he did say that not only MSG, and we could talk about these in the future, aspartame or other man-made ingredients or additives, though MSG can be made, it is not man-made. It happens naturally in foods, tomatoes. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. I thought it was an herb or something man-made. Right. No, it, it happens naturally, but um, let's, let's go back a little bit. In the early 1900s, I forget the guy's name, but he totally capitalized on discovering MSG. He was a Japanese biochemist looking to bring out the savory taste. Savory is one of the five tastes the four S, salty, sour, sweet, and savory. And for me, the last one, bitterness. For a lot of people, they consider, you know, if you're going to put the five tastes in a num numerical order, savory would be last. Anyway, we were talking about the history. Umami, the essence of taste. That's what they were looking for. They have some dishes in the Orient. You know, they do a lot of seaweed dishes or soup dishes that are high in vegetable content and needed a boost. And that's pretty much what it was. And uh, when he discovered it, he capitalized on it and it made him a lot of money. 
Now, for us in the West, let's say, here in the United States, we pasteurize and homogenize our milk. In other parts of the world, excuse me, they do not. For example, in England, you will get your milk on your porch in bottles with the curds and whey still there, which you scoop up, put in a dish, put it on your stove. Those folks will butter their crumpets or their muffins with it. They can eat it. Us folks would have a very bad experience, probably eating something we're not used to. So what I'm getting to is us, our Western way of life. I mean, MSG has only been introduced after World War II, really. You know what I mean? And our Western way of life was not able to adjust to the MSG being introduced to our systems. It's almost like saying, um, don't drink the water, you know, when you go to certain countries. So I want to get back to the, the five basic tastes. So this guy in Japan, he's a, he's a chemist, right? But, so he discovers that we're always looking for that, that perfect taste. So after this biochemist, I, I forget his name, forgive me. You can look it up. Do your due diligence out there. Don't believe anything I say or anybody else says. Do your research and then determine for yourself, you know, what's right or wrong. But anyway, MSG is a natural thing that you can't help. But once you eat it, it does blend flavors. It went like wildfire and ended up here in, you know, the United States and stuff, you know, seasoned salts back in the day and stuff like that. Yeah, it was added to like blends and called a meat tenderizer, right? Exactly. But did not tenderize the meat. But what it did is get that savory, juicy taste as you're chewing on shoe leather. leather you know? It can make shoe leather taste good. Yeah. Yes, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I'm trying not to laugh about that. But what I was trying to get to is it's called the Chinese restaurant syndrome. And after World War II, and then we had the Korean conflict in Vietnam, the you know Asian cultures in the United States mixed big time. And, you and that's could, when our food was changing in general. Yes, yes, it was. Right, it was. And when MSG was introduced, basically they call it, like I said, the Chinese restaurant syndrome. You would get it in your favorite Asian foods. And we have a high sodium intake in this country already at that time. So naturally, people would be feeling flushed and have headaches and stuff like that if they had high blood pressure and stuff. But anyway, what we need to discuss is everything, whether it's an additive, whether it's man-made, or it's natural, or it's uh, you know an ingredient, whatever it's called, some people will have sensitivities some won't reactions will differ depending on what your diet is and what part of the world you're in and what i'm getting to is is if you think you have a reaction to msg or any ingredient take a step back from eating things with that for like a week 10 days and then try it again and if you get that reaction you suspect then you know you know you know you got you got somewhere to work from
that's what I did. And, and I, that's why I started doing my research and my due diligence. And I discovered that MSG is not an actual allergy, that we have reactions to it and it's not listed as an allergy. Right. But um, as we talk about certain things and, you know, the United States is a melting pot of different cultures and religions and trains of thought. MSG is esteemed in certain parts of the world with certain chefs. It literally does blend flavors, bring out flavors. You'll have five star or five star Michelin chefs out there that'll say MSG is part of the dish. And there's so few of them out there. I'm sure you could look up five star Michelin chef who loves MSG and they'll pop up. What I'm getting to is, just be aware that uh, this stuff's out there. And whether it's an allergen, whether it's natural or man-made, if you suspect something bothers you, take a step back from it, week, 10 days, and then try, try it. Try your favorite thing that has in it. And if it, it, it makes you uncomfortable, you could suspect that it, it, you have a sensitivity I second that because that's what I did the first time many, many years ago, um, going out to Chinatown and having a dish and all of a sudden feeling like my heart is going to jump out of my chest. I stayed away from anything like that for months and then I did it again and same exact response. So I found that, you know, what is in this and asking questions. And then somebody said MSG. And that's when I started doing my own research and discovered that, it's not listed as an allergen and I had such a powerful response to it. It's just like anything else. It is in a lot of food products, you know, tomatoes, cheese, beef. Um, and it is a byproduct, let's say, of processed foods. Your soy and yeast extracts will have MSG in it. So then your processed foods, as they process them, create the MSG or their own taste. And then they add it. You could literally buy MSG to shake on your, you know, like salt. You know what I mean? It's out there to buy. Yes. Thank you so much for answering that question because I was, I was wondering and doing some research and in the next series of podcasts, we're going to be going over the top eight allergens and what those are and in detail. And then we're going to take them one by one. All right. So thanks for listening. We will see you next time. All right. Thanks. Thanks.